What up, y'all? Happy Monday. Welcome to WT Live, the Monday edition. We're going to be talking all things Survivor Series, uh, you know, some folks getting arrested, Ric Flair, all the things coming up next. Hey, I'm Renee Paquette, and you are watching Women's Wrestling Talk. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Happy Monday, happy Monday, y'all. Man, let me tell you, look, I had way too much apple pie. I gained like a whole eight pounds. I did two workouts. I'm about to go and do two more this evening because, look, y'all ain't gonna catch me slipping at the end of this year. But that is my confession for Monday. Uh, but he is back. Actually, let me let me properly uh intro him if i can find the right man i'm sorry dylan you'd be doing all this work and i don't even be doing okay i think this is it if find the right intro that's in the go building forward. go forward go forward this go is forward. just go forward go forward go forward <laughs> This is quite hilarious, actually, but it's good to be back. How is everybody? How are you doing, TK? Good to see I'm, you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. What up, Bobby? How you doing? Um, but it's not just the two of us. Oh, no. We, we could make it if we try, though. Yeah. What's yeah. up, Jeffrey? What's up, Jeffrey? It's not just the two of us, but oh, I got that reference. But I don't know which one we should start with, like the old one or the new one. I mean, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's let's start off with let's start off with the new one because the old yeah, one yeah. stories from the weekend. So also in the said he said, hailing from the streets. What's good, said? Who's who? Who was you at? Where was you for Thanksgiving? Uh, you know where I was. You know where I was. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. Uh, you had some apple pie. I'm kind of disappointed in myself because around this time of year, I'm a bit of a baker's man. Okay. And I and I, and I make a lot of different desserts, and I didn't get a chance to do that this year. So I got to make up for it in a few weeks. I normally challenge myself with different cobblers, peach cakes, apple crumb pies, things like that. So stay tuned for that, and I might make a a video on that. Mm. I'll see you be beating cakes. <clears throat> Oh, it's bigger, Boza. Just you wait. Just you wait. We're just going to skip past that. We're going to skip past wait, that. What did I miss? I, I, I missed something. It's, I, it's okay, Professor. You, you, miss, you miss TK coming at my life, like, uh, as usual. But, I mean, it's, wow. it's Monday. That's what this happens. This was on the red level. Like, this was on that. The, oh. The, you know, yeah, we don't need to repeat it. Yeah. For you. You'll be a little Got shocked it. side. But, uh, you know, we're going to beef up the Monday even more. I mean, together. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. This is going to be wild. Up here. Uh, <laughs> hopefully everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving. Uh, we got stuff as wrestling fans. We got to enjoy a good time. I mean, speaking of cakes, I mean, boy, I'm just absolutely enjoying my chocolate cake right now. You know, matter of fact, 
I've enjoyed so much chocolate cake this weekend. I might have diabetes. See what I did there? Diabetes. Diabetes. Because babies, because it's bay diabetes, you get from cake. But when you enjoy that chocolate cake, you get diabetes. Bay. <laughs> you guys don't. You guys don't want. Okay. Well, suddenly well, all is we, uh, right with the world. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of right with the world, G Money, because well, we, professional we, wrestling wars are back. We we gonna we gonna get in. I just wanna I just, I just wanna backtrack a little bit. I ain't get stuffed with nothing. That's just that's <laughs> I, let me let me let me let me let me, let me clarify that. I, we do not keep shame on WWE I, guys. If that was if you do, you do it. I mean, we don't keep shame here though. No, we do not shame. No. My my comment was really simple. I had a jerk turkey <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Okay. Oh, Trust me when geez. I tell you, it'll change your life. Did that jerky consent to that? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Hey, and by the way, we do things consensually around here. Everything we do yeah. is consensually. <laughs> oh boy oh boy oh boy here we go so what do you guys want to talk about <laughs> we like take over here oh boy so well, nothing's in the chat already uh already throwing the lead out there so we might as well, well just so, so let's go ahead and lead right there were many returns at survivor series perhaps the one that the people are talking about the most is the return of our truth, our truth yeah! is back. He is back, better than ever. Uh, it's pretty exciting to see the return, and it, it was so good it sent set away. It's amazing! Wow. Uh, Dad had to get his ruffles sour. Cream. You know, you gotta get my ruffles. You know what I'm saying? Oh man! Yes. Remember when we started out with nine volt batteries? <laughs> now, now we need the ruffles endorsement. We got the ruffle potato chips. Yes. Oh, yes. Our truth is back. And uh, actually, I was very excited for that because it, it did certainly come out of nowhere. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I think sometimes we forget how much of a national treasure our truth is. You know, he's had the most reigns, of course, as the 24 7 champion, first African American NWA world champion. He has been a real standard, I think, for all things WWE and uh, all of the eras that he went through from K Quick to, you know, R Truth and all the things that he has done. Uh, people may remember that he got injured in a match at NXT. Did a flip over the ropes and landed on his leg in a really difficult way, and that's kept him out. And we've not seen him on WWE TV until this past Saturday night. So welcome back, our truth And then also shout out to him. Like, I mean, you definitely were um, covering his wrestling legacy, but mm -hmm. his I got the pleasure to interview him <coughs> um, during the pandemic. Yo, his story, absolutely insane like how he got into wrestling and all the things to even how i think it was um it was before the pandemic maybe a year or two before the pandemic where he made the next return after like whatever album he came out with and then he was he he was like he was aging backwards we even yes. talked about his diet and all that stuff so um i need to dig up that interview like really super like super dude super great story and um you know if the wrestling industry, and of course I'm just going off of like interviewing him, operated like our truth, we we would there'd be 
it'd be a totally different beast in a in a good way. Um, but you know. Yeah, and like he used to hang out with Tupac, so I don't know yeah. how many wrestlers <clears throat> say like they met Tupac and gave him a demo at a rap convention. You know, I don't mm -hmm. think there's too many uh, wrestlers who can say that. Could you imagine if Pac was still here and if Pac was like at WrestleMania with our truth pulling out? It'd be crazy. Tupac was still here. He would have did somebody's WrestleMania entrance this past oh, April. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Easily. That or something else, because we can talk about the whole... Anyways, oh, let's, well. Let's, yeah. What, what, so, what we got next? Well, no, so let then, me... Go, go ahead. Archer think... I, there wasn't a better way to bring our truth back. I thought that was so yeah. eloquently done, and because a, a lot of people are, have been very, let's say, anti uh, brand placement, brand marketing, dating back to the dark match with Mountain Dew in January. People haven't been here for it, but that's a good way to do it. Yeah, you you flex Alpha Academy, you showcase Pretty Deadly, and then you bring in our truth for mm -hmm. the unison and comic relief. More our truth on TV is only going to be good for everybody. And I think he'll be of uh, the free agent category because like the professor said, the last time we saw him, he was wrestling Grayson Waller in NXT right. when he got hurt. So right. I thought, obviously, it got overshadowed by some things <coughs> we'll talk about, but really dope to see Truth back. He was like real sorely missed on programming. Yeah, yeah. And I also I think, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, go ahead, what are you going to say? I was going to say, I think he's also a, a great, for lack of a better term, palate cleanser. Right. Like a lot of the things that w, WWE is putting out so many different flavors right now. And I think he has got that particular flavor that is the the right mix of all of the things. So after you're finished watching something super serious, something high flying, whatever, he can serve as that palate cleanser, which I think yeah. is necessary. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I feel like uh, New Day is headed in that direction, too. I mean, mm -hmm. just, I mean, they weren't in any matches. We saw them. You know, driving up in the Slim Jim car. Like, what? First off, what? A, I think what that's because they're waiting on the eventual return to like heat that group up again. That's just that's just my speculation. That's, it's like they're keeping them prevalent enough just to like. That's not what it is. Um, yeah, because I know. I, I mean, I kind of agree with Sad CK because you got to admit, I, I'm, I'm saying, saying it. That's not what he's. He, 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 she's saying that. Well, y'all know how she's saying it. I mean, I mean I, I, what I, do you I, know, I, I CK? Saying it, saying it. What but, do you so, know? For uh, for uh, keeping the kayfabe purposes, uh, <laughs> you know, New Day was was with brawling brutes, and then uh, they were you know with brawling brutes, and then Big E got injured, and then they had that going on. Then they kind of had that you know X-Nay on that, and then they had the feud with just Woods and Kofi against uh, the um, angry Vikings, the uh, mm -hmm. uh War Viking Machine, Raiders. um, yep. the uh, Viking Raiders, Viking Raiders. Thank you. With um Eric and Evar, but Eric's injured, so now Evar was kind of getting that solo with Kofi. So now they're just kind of, you know, trending water. You know, just kind of just treading water. But you know, they're good at where they at. You know, Kofi and Woods is good, and you know, Woods makes a lot of the money going in gaming thing. I mean, so you can snap it to a slim gym on up, up, down, down. Up, That's down, what down. I'm saying. Like, look, you just have to. Sh you just imagine you just had to show. Say, say we make it. We we get these deals for WWE Live, right? And then Seti said, "All you have to do, or I gotta be or, me. Why? Why I gotta all, be me? All, all you got to do <laughs> is show up and flash a card." Or Seti said, "All you have to do is like Seti said in these streets, and then you're out three minutes. Three minutes of work. And then eat, and just eat some ruffles." You know, I mean, some ruffles? Uh, just, just eat some ruffles. Eat some ruffles. I don't yeah, know, man. Know. Three, three, uh, three minutes ain't never been enough time for me. But wow. Okay. So, <laughs> also, <laughs> recruiting, 
at the Survivor Series was Randy Orton. And let me just say the brilliance of how this was done. This was yeah. done in such a brilliant way. Of course, Monday night, you know, there was the whole idea of who's going to be the fifth man. And they kind of let the cat out of the bag that it's Randy Orton. From there, when we get to Saturday, everybody comes into Saturday. Yes, punk, no punk. Well, then we get the whole thing of, is Randy going to show up? Yep. I thought it was a brilliant way by WWE yep. to troll us, for one, get us thinking, maybe, maybe not. You know, he comes in at the very last minute. It's Randy Orton. And let's just say this. Randy Orton, who's been out for well over 500 days at this point, you know, with one of the, the biggest injuries and most dangerous injuries you could actually have, a back injury is not one that many people recover from, especially, you know, as you move later into your career. So I was concerned with the idea that someone coming from a back injury, his first match is war games. Like that just seems like, whoa, you're, you're, you must be in great shape. And he came in and he did all of the things that <laughs> he did all of the things that you want to see Randy Orton do. And what's exciting to me about this is Orton looked the best shape of his life. Yep. He came in there, you know, and I'll tell you the feeling that I got from seeing him do that snap power slam that he normally does. Right. Like you literally are like, oh, my gosh, this is vintage Randy looking better than ever. Almost feels like Eric Bischoff's music should show up somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. He's back. <laughs> and, and this oh, is exciting God. to me. And even to that super-duper RKO where they literally throw J.D. McDonough from the top of the cage and he catches them. I mean, it's all the things. It's the vintage DDT. It's everybody coming up and doing the vintage DDT together. Like, it was just special. It was really, really special. And some of you, you know, might be wondering why we're taking this intentional time to talk about it. Because it is worthy of talking about. We got major returns from people who we have significantly missed, who all came in yep. and did their thing well. So shout out to Randy Orton, who I think came back in the toughest match you could possibly come back in, that being War Games. And I want to hit up uh, Christy's, part, Christy's point. Still angry over Punk showing up and taking all the attention away from Survivor Series and how great it was. Do you think, I mean, obviously... When you look back at it and you see how it all played out, there is definitely an arc, like even to the ending, you know, because Kane had called it right where they're they're pulling up on the cameras and everybody's like, OK, well, that's the end of it. And of course, how dramatic they were pulling up on the cameras, you knew something was going to happen. Like somebody who's who's been in, in entertainment in the back end of entertainment long enough, you're like, they're taking weight because all you have to do is press a button and 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 the show's out. The fact that their wide panning, shot was a little too wide for my liking. Yeah, the fact that their panning wider was wider. something was going to happen. So with the question with Christy saying, do you think the the addition of Punk and all this stuff was a good or a bad thing as far as Survivor Series? And um, before we get to that, I just, you know, said he said, this is Dylan's comment, just so you, you know, you don't miss it. Um, hey, we're not... Uh, I, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought I was going to try to think of something witty to say. I don't got nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> but did, did I did I miss the Orton talk? Uh, no, we, uh, we were in the middle of the Orton talk. 
So can we just can we just appreciate Orton's physique right now? This came this came out looking swole as hell. Right. Like, right. That's probably the biggest he's been in his career. And mm-hmm. I will also like to note that um it was beautifully done. It reminds me of how they did Kevin Owens at the War Games NXT against uh, Undisputed Era. They just kind of waited yes. at his music. But also, I know Professor was talking about War Games being kind of a, a vicious match to start on your first uh, night back. He didn't take any bumps. They just kind of played all of Randy's greatest hits amongst yeah. everybody, but he didn't yeah. take any bumps. So that's something to keep an eye on because yeah. if you have been following social media, Randy was waving to the crowd at the end. He said 10 more years. He was telling people he got 10 more years. So I think they're going to slow burn this and not really utilize him as much just to make sure that he's fully healthy. And I think that would be best to like, just preserve his longevity because he's one of the most, has the most longevity out of most superstars ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, said. I mean, you got to think about it between him. They're just Jericho, really. Pretty much the last, I'm talking about that, that OVW class. Of the oh, ruthless mm-hmm. aggression era, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's Randy at this point. It's just him. And yeah. first of all, I don't know why people are shocked that Randy returned. Had you been subscribing to the Randy News Network (RNN Plus), you would have seen the exclusive updates of his return. <laughs> RNN, it's a throwback for you guys. Uh, but it's RNN <laughs> Plus for for digital media purposes. Uh, to Seth's Yeet. point, it was dope that if you notice, he didn't take any bumps. The only big bump he took was the RKO when he fell on his back to to the RKO. So that was about it. So it's going to be interesting to see this slow burn. I thought overall his presentation was perfect. When he walked down the aisle, it was the mystery man. I expected for him to have on like a shirt, like a Hulkamania shirt, and Bobby Heenan yelling, it's him. He's going to turn. Whose side is he on? But, you know, he was on the side of the, the, the good guys and not the bloodline. He didn't leg drop, you know, Sami Zayn or anything like that. So dope ending to War Games. And again, we just saw that the fact that the camera panned out, that copyright logo, the copyright logo, it was a little too long, and then boom, it happened. Mm-hmm. It happened. It happened, y'all. It happened. It happened. Yeah. So let's let let's talk about what happened. But before we do that, um, I, I have to shout this out because I know once we get to that, you know, all bets are off. Can we just shout out WWE for what I'm calling their minimalist design for this event? You know, normally they go with the super big stages, but because they were selling so many tickets, they said, Ixnay on the stage, let's get more people in and let's just present a minimalist kind of stage, turn the video walls to the side. And do... the way they made the Allstate Arena look, it looked like there were 25,000 people in there. Mm. It was incredible the way it looked. G, you know it's why? Just... You know why, G? Why is because, that? Because there was 25,000. Well, <laughs> there it is. I mean, like, <laughs> it, it it was incredible. Again, they did the same kind of thing at Payback. Um, excuse me, not Payback. Uh, Backlash uh, in Puerto Rico. And, wow. and again, it made that space look incredible. So shout out to WWE for figuring out that less is more and those moments are special i mean it kind of takes you back for those who ever go back on the network and watch you know when wwe was at madison square garden they would do that kind of thing and when you come through that small important tunnel like those kinds of things 
make a massive difference in terms of of the aesthetic. So uh, shout out to them. And I guess we should get to what everybody really came to hear us talk about. Right. What's that? Um, look well, at what you defeated the miss. Oh, what? No, sorry. He he did. He Gunther. did. And that was a great match, the, by the way. By the way, and, and all of the matches, like all of these matches cooked, all of them. Um, from from the women's war games match, which was mm -hmm. just oh my lord. Oh god, it was amazing. You know, all of the did. She did it again. Did it. She did it again. It, it was amazing, you know, and even and the stories that were interwoven here, you know, from would would damage control turn on on Bailey? What would Shotzi do in this space? Would Becky and, and Charlotte coexist like all of the things? It was just it was great. Everybody got a chance to shine. Like, I just I loved all of it. It was it was great. It was great. So. All right, let's let's just let's just go there. Let's rip the bandaid off. <laughs> because as as the show ends, oh, that, yes, that Dylan, you already know what to do, Dylan. You already know what to do, Dylan. All right, go on. It's it's time. You know, I will tell you, I was perfectly content after that RKO and the incredible show. I was content. I was matter of fact. Here's why I was glad, because the IWC had talked so much about the possibility of punk that it was just like, guys, let it rest. Like, I'm glad it's it's almost like when an election is over. OK, good. Mm -hmm. We can put all the campaigning to bed and we can. You know what I mean? But when it happened, like, it's crazy. So, yes, CM Punk is officially back in WWE. Uh it it was a moment and and I, I, I will go here and then I'm going to yield the floor. I'm going to start by saying uh, to the comment that said that CM Punk came back and overshadowed everyone's moment. Let's start by saying this. CM Punk did not walk into the Allstate arena without permission. Mm -hmm. Not only did he not walk in without permission, but he was obviously told when he would show up. What I think happened here is it's very simple. Triple H and the powers that be said, we're going to give you a Survivor Series to remember. Not only are we going to give you something to remember, but what I thought is amazing is they have finally, they being WWE, has finally, and I think it's safe to say, remove the horrible stigma connected to the Survivor Series. Now, if you remember, at the start of the Survivor Series, back in the early 80s, it was all about the elimination matches. But by the time we got to 97, it was all about the screw job. And so WWE found themselves trying to replay that moment, replay that moment, replay that moment, and live off of that. By the time we get to the 2010s, now we're getting into brand wars and bragging rights. But all woven through there are great moments and great debuts from The Undertaker to The Shield to The Rock. I mean, you got all of these debuts. Of course, 2014 Sting, right? Dang. These moments. And now we can add this era of Survivor Series being war games, 
incredible matches and great returns, mm -hmm. which includes our truth, Randy Orton, and CM Punk. WWE has officially shed the stigma of the whole thing with the Montreal screw job. And we're now in a place where WWE is officially cooking and it's special. Oh, they are cooking on all four burners. I let out audible yeet. And I saw when I heard the ch -ch, and then you mm -hmm. saw it on the Titan Tron. I mean, it was one of those situations where remember where you are to remember where you were when you saw the return of CM Punk and what professional wrestling was for a long time during the mm -hmm. wars when there was two competitive companies when you saw somebody debut from one company that was on major television to another company on major television. We talked about this on the go home show before Thanksgiving, the fact that for a lot of fan, for a lot of us, we're used to this kind of competitiveness, little bit of pettiness kind of part in our back. We run this for, so for a lot of people, they're new to this. They haven't, they haven't seen this because we haven't seen two major companies with the major television deals. <coughs> Um, this is the professional wrestling business. Anything is possible. You never say never in this business. For goodness sake, we've seen Brett the Hitman Hart return. We've seen the Ultimate Warrior return to WWE. Everybody comes back. And now that there's a new regime under Triple H who has gone from one of the boys to Papa H running it, people grow in 10 years. You heard Triple H speak mm -hmm. about this at the press conference. I was hoping CM Punk did a press conference just so he could yeah. sit there with some muffins and be all like, I'm healed and I feel young and I'm effing rejuvenated and I work with effing adults because <laughs> that's what's happening here. People have to realize CM Punk's reputation, okay? As a whole, this man was just inducted into the Cauliflower Alley Club, you know what I mean? Given one of the most prestigious awards, that just don't go to anybody. CM Punk's been around for 20 years, okay? CM Punk was one of the first guys to make it from the post-WCW ROH indie things to the major, okay, to WWE. So people have to understand what they're looking at in terms of it's CM Punk. It's he, He's a big name. He's a big draw. He's been outside doing this. And I think him returning kind of makes AEW get in position, all right, what's your move now? Okay, so hopefully business-wise, Tony Khan is planning like, all right, bet, I see you. Here's what we're going to do next. Because that's what makes wrestling best for everybody to view. Speaking of business, buy some merch. Hey, yo, you. Yeah, you that's watching this. You sitting on the couch staring at the screen not knowing what you want to do. Like, this is an online college. Are you tired of wearing shirts that make you look like an extra stuck in catering? Do you want to step your wrestling swag game up to the next level? Then Women's Wrestling Talk has got you covered. Like, literally. Are you for life in pink or black and white? Or maybe you're the EST and people need to respect you accordingly. Want to put some pride in your stride and show off the muscle in your hustle? Then make sure you check out the WWT store. Not now, but right now. All right? What you waiting for? Head to www.talkpodstore.com and don't make me fight you. Shit. Are you just now seeing that, King? That is the most, it is a, it's like a beautiful sunset. It doesn't matter how many times you see it, you're always amazed by it.
she just always enjoy it. You just always get down with it. That's amazing. We should we should have a black a Black Monday a Cyber Monday sale on that. Uh, there is a sale once you go on the site. Ha! Ah, that's a segue. I'm so make sure you go there. But I'm the discount code and right, you right, right there. Mm -hmm. So yes, just uh, that's amazing. Unlike the first hour of Raw tonight, WWT is not commercial free. Correct. Um, let me get this off because you know keeping the commercial. I, I gotta say this, you know, because <laughs> listen, listen, Demon Home now. Demon home now. And and we talk about Monday Night Wars and Petty and stuff like that. We didn't went from I fear for my life to <laughs> never say never in a matter of a couple of months. And that is what's so crazy to me. Just like this is a moment, and I wrote an article about this. You'll never forget where you were when you heard that static. Because this is one of the more serious moments because there was a lawsuit involved where people thought like there's no chance in hell he'll ever come back to this company there was some nasty things said from cm punk to this to the wwe side but mm -hmm. it took something happening the other company and i don't care that it's out of spite i love that if, if it's out of spite i love that because that's what that's what breeds the best work in this business is spite you're going to work harder together the enemy of my enemy is my friend but we got such a beautiful moment last night that you'll never get august 20th 2021 that's when cm punk debuted in AEW. I'll never forget that day. That's actually the day I tore my ACL. You will never forget November 25th, 2023, because that's something you have never, you never imagined could happen. And they held it towards at the very last second. This, if you're a Marvel fan, this is mm -hmm. why you watch the post credits. Mm -hmm. This is exactly yes, is. why you stay through the ending credits so you can see what happened. Mm -hmm. And Chicago got what it wanted. So they, they wrapped a nice bow around this and really just gave chicago what they wanted and created a moment that was so big it might have it might rival the pop that bad bunny got in puerto rico i don't think it did if you ask me personally but it it was that magnitude and you can't duplicate that that's what wrestling is all about that feeling that you got when you heard that music heard that static that's the warm feeling that every wrestling fan chases and that's why we watch this soap opera week in and week out it was beautiful and you think about it you talk about wars and there's a video floating around to Tony Khan. I think it was back at Daly's place when he was telling Nick Khan that there's only room for one Khan in wrestling and that's Tony Khan. It, it was him cutting a promo. And I love that Triple H and company. One, this was a big surprise. The talent didn't know. And just to quote Kevin Hart from 40 year old version, Nick and Triple H said, you was looking for a nigga, nigga here now. <laughs> <laughs> And went and got <laughs> the biggest thing they can get to spite the competition. I love it. I love it. Commercial free. You're going to tune in. You're going to want to see what CM Punk has to say when he opens the show tonight. Didn't overshadow anything else, but it was just a moment. And WWE has created so many moments this year, broke so many records, and they're going to continue to do so. This uh, leads to this. I hope to. I was gonna say, I oh, hope Triple H said like Higa or something like. I hope Triple H said like Higa or like you want to see Elite. I'll show you Elite for like. Oh, we're not going to semantics. TV. That was a direct quote. For the network TV version, you Triple can't H. say that Triple H. Allegedly, allegedly, but for the network TV version, I, I, I mean, this is amazing. And also, you was talking about dates. That the funny thing about like CM Punk oh, returning to WWE 
is the fact that um, not dates with your cakes, but dates for uh, wrestling purposes. The most amazing fact about this fit. whole CM Punk completely <laughs> is the fact. I don't that like the way I was sitting on the couch in that clip. We gotta delete that. That was too. That was too zesty for me. That, we gotta delete very, that. that <laughs> very subscribe to my content. Like click the link in bio. It's a link tree. It's a, it's a link tree post. Uh, but what I want to say, pop quiz, everybody. What what has lasted longer, CM Punk and AEW? Or Roman Reigns undisputed WWE Universal Championship reign. We oh, like clearly, cake yeah. over here. That would be Roman's. What was the answer? That'll be Roman's. That'll be that, that's how long Roman's been champion. Roman won the belt in 2020. Punk didn't debut mm -hmm. for AEW till a year later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he was out of wrestling, debuted at EW, whipped Luke Perry's kids' ass, and then came back to WWE. In the terms that it, in the time it took that Roman Reigns is still champion, so I just thought that was an amazing little uh, piece of trivia right there. Um, with that being said, I want to bring up this question. This or this this popped up on um, first off, y'all. Some people be taking our our titles a little too seriously, but it is what it is. Um, if you notice, the title of our thing is um, a war between two promotions, and clearly there's not a war. Um, you know, if you if you are a business individual. Um, but I this, can't uh, read that. Yeah, I can't. I'll read it. read it for you. There's no war between WWE and AEW. AEW ain't nowhere near WWE's level. W is a global company. AEW ain't. Um, so, yes, of course. I think everybody can attest to that. But I think what's interesting to see in the social media world of it all, people like, where, where do you think? And let me be clear. AEW did a lot for rest or has done a lot for wrestling. Cause you do remember when AEW came about that was on the tail end of, I think we're probably a year. And I'm talking, I, when I think of my wrestling um, media career, I think of where I was opposed to after buzz and the uh, um, X-Pac one, two, three, 60. So that's how I think of it. So there is a time coming to the tail end of after buzz before they closed their doors that, Wrestling was just, it was like, it was hard to watch, period. The stories were dry, all this other stuff. And with the injection of AEW, one, it created jobs, not only for wrestlers, for people in general. Because mm -hmm. you're seeing even beyond the wrestlers, people in the back end that were at WWE or that had been looking for jobs that, jobs that love wrestling now have an opportunity to work for another place. And then just, just in general, just, you know, they go to different, they go to different cities, they're creating monetary value. So with that being said, you know, barring that, and I personally think that the fake TK needs to, I know for lack of a better word, like know the role, like, you know, like you're number two, like just, and it's okay to be number two. Not everybody can be LeBron at the moment, you know what I'm saying? And act accordingly and plan accordingly. But there are a lot of people online that were just like, they're essentially wishing AEW to like cease to exist, which yeah, I don't, we don't want that. With, with with which should be the role. So, what do you guys think no. of everything that has transpired with the CM Punk of it all? And you know, yeah, I mean, all you have to go back to is the the the, the Tuesday night wars where WWE's like, yeah, nah, we 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 gonna call up, um, we're gonna call up Cena. And if and if they got really nitty gritty, I'm sure they would have paid the bag to Rock too. So you know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. where, where yeah, that was just showing Cena? that they can Big Brother whenever they want, but. Tribalism mm -hmm. in wrestling is so unnecessary. 
Like I Correct. like these wrestlers and performers are friends. They are rooting each other on for their respective companies. Just, you don't need to be <laughs> on social media wishing the downfall of promotion because that means less work for people. That means less work for people in the stage crews and things like that. AEW is in a great space. Like we got to stop wishing it to be more than what it is until they graduate to that space. And I think that's what people need yeah. to understand. I think that All In was a true turning point for the wrestling industry as a whole because it showed that something else can exist outside of WWE in a major spot. And what a lot of people are begging uh, the fake TK to do is to get back to your roots, get back to producing great wrestling quality because there's a market for it. We don't need the entertainment on that side of the fence because we've got the entertainment on a global scale in the worldwide leader. So I think once uh, fake TK starts doing more of that, you'll start seeing the product grow more. And I remember for years, we would cry for WWE to kind of just appease their core fans when they would go out and get celebrities and do all these different angles and have part-timers. It's the same thing. We're just seeing it with a younger company and the core fans are saying like, hey, you don't, you don't got to do that. We love you the way you, you are. Well said, in my opinion, I think that, uh, first of all, pull up that tweet again, TK. Who was the person that tweeted us that? Surge? Uh, yeah, the Surge. Hey, Surge, thanks for supporting us, man. Thanks uh, thanks for watching. Um, I think that the war was really started by TK. TK was the one that was like, hey, we're going to war. Uh, guru of all things. Okay, hey, shout out to Guru of all things. I won't talk too much about war then because you're a guru of all things, Guru. So you know more about war than we do. But no, I think TK, when he did the whole war thing, he did a promo about it. Hey, Nick Khan, you know, we outside with it too. It's a war going out outside. Ain't no man safe, son. That's fine. But I think in war, there's battles that are won. AEW's won some battles. WWE has won some battles. Obviously, NXT moving from Wednesdays to Tuesdays was a win for AEW. We saw one of the Wednesday Night Wars. For Triple H to come out and say that it's not developmental and then to say that it is developmental, that was a win for AEW. But I think that the whole idea of AEW going to the roots or going backwards to just wrestling, you, you have to be careful with that because this whole concept of we just went straight wrestling that's never been professional wrestling. Professional wrestling has always had some type of storyline, entertainment, and wrestling aspects. Whether you want to go back to the first territory days, to to, to carny fairs, to to wrestling in mid south and whatnot, there's always been those elements. It's never just been straight wrestling. I mean, unless you're doing an exhibition match, which is just simple, you know, dark dark matches or whatever, but everything, the greatest feuds, Flair, Dusty, Dusty, and Funk, whatever you do, it has always been some sort of a storyline, a gimmick, and wrestling. I always say that's the fire triangle for professional wrestling, for something that you can truly sink your teeth in. If it has those three elements, that's when you're cooking. That's when you have the, the great ingredients. So I think Tony needs to figure out, as far as the angle of it all, to Dylan's point, very few people just want wrestling. That's kind of the problem with amateur wrestling and collegiate wrestling mm -hmm. having the stuff it is because it's just straight wrestling. When it comes to professional wrestling, you want the theatrics, you want the entertainment, you want that. That's why, you know, Ric Flair, Nature Boy Ric Flair was one of the biggest gimmicks to start off because that was everything that it takes to really draw in an audience. At the end of the day, you want to sell tickets. This is professional wrestling. We want to get money from it. So Tony has to figure out the angle he wants to take. You see him tiptoeing a little bit with the Continental Classic, even though it's just becoming too many belts. 
too many belts, too many belts, fam. And it's too convoluted, you know what I mean? But you kind of see him want to just get back to the wrestling aspect with that. So I think that in this war, there will be battles won. WWE just won this latest battle. We're going to see how AEW counterattacks, Professor. Okay, so I, I've been trying to think about this. Remind me of the original question because we've gone in a lot of places on this one. I'm going to get the original. The original question. question is: Where do you think after everything is that, that has happened over SummerSlam? So you know how it start, how where we started. SummerSlam came, CM Punk came. You know, we already know the 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 origin story as it is, as far as how he left all the things. And now, you know, if you were playing players, like if you're almost taking two NBA teams, it, WWE is, has a stacked card. There mm -hmm. are a lot of people online who are just kind of essentially wishing AEW to just go right. away. Um, right. With that being said, you know, definitely don't hope that happens. But where do you think, where do you think AEW, like what's the next move for AEW? And somebody said, I think Tony Khan does know he's number two. I definitely think he knows he's number two. Does he want to stay at number two? And the reason I say that is you have Impact, for example, who they know who they are. They know what they do, and they're very good at doing that. And the moment you look at your own, you stay in your own lane and you um, invest in your own product, then you can get better. And then once you get to a certain level, then you can start looking around and seeing what other people are doing. But this moment, it's really important for Tony Khan, I feel. And, you know, I'm just a small business owner, so... You know, take it away. Just Small take, business you know, owner. We we saw we see your setup now. Don't don't tell that lie on TV. <laughs> I was say, look at that. Look at that yeah. Be because if you need to switch the angle, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't. We just saw the clone run by in the back at least two times on this one broadcast. Listed. So um, you know, yeah. look at your own, look at your own product. So I guess the, the question is, you know, where where does Tony go? Where does AEW go? Where what happens now? Or what do you think should happen? So here, here's the thing. Um, and first of all, I think everybody has made some amazing points. I think for one, uh, yeah, I'll be a little strong here. For wrestling fans to suggest the end or desire the end of a company says to me that they haven't done their homework and they haven't spent enough time in this business. And here's why. For those who lived through the Attitude Era, and even prior to, uh, you understood the value of having multiple promotions. The value of having multiple promotions does a few things. Number one, it ensures that nobody can rest on their laurels because there is the idea of competition. It also opens things up to additional wrestling fans because everything isn't for everybody. And so with that said, my hope is that AEW can really sit back and say, okay, what do we do now? And, and here's why I think that's important for them to say, because too much money has already been spent on the AEW side for them to say, hey, I'm just going to fold up this little project here. There are mm -hmm. too many, too many families that are at stake at this point. And that's what concerns me about wrestling fans. Let me pull my mic up. Wrestling fans, I want y'all to hear and hear me clearly. And if you need to clip this, clip this. I want you to hear uh -oh. me. Here's the problem that we have. The idea that you get excited when somebody loses their job 
The idea that you get excited when a promotion is falling on what you deem to be hard times. The idea that you think you know what happened in a promotion because one person left and now they've gone to another place. Oh, wow. That's amateur. And that is immature. Okay. It's mm. immature. And it says to me mm. that honestly, you don't understand not just how this business works, but you don't under. Sometimes I dare say that some of the fans in our sport have earned their reputation. There's a reason why wrestlers don't necessarily want to hang out because we've earned the reputation of being rude, of being condescending of being the kinds of people that they wouldn't want to stay after we become entitled. These are the same people that follow these wrestlers into airports, not looking for an autograph because you love them, but you, you come with, you know, 15 Funko pop dolls and you come with all of these things, expecting them to sign your stuff. Then you get mad and put their reaction on a video because they don't sign what you want. And then you turn around and wish the death of the company that they work for. When you're not going to hire them, when you're not going to even buy a ticket to go to their show, you don't have any of their merch, you've earned your reputation. So that's why you have a hard time being satisfied. You can't be satisfied because all you get is what you think you want. And you don't even know what you want. It's sad. And so now other people have to turn around and try to convince wrestlers, hey, yo, we're really all not like that. We're really not like that. There are actually fans that care. So if you're sitting somewhere wishing the death of a company, a company that you've never worked for, a company that you don't even have anybody connected to, all you do is read what the dirt sheets say, that's problematic. It's problematic. And if you're guilty, say, ouch. Or at me, okay? Because what bothers me is everybody thinks they know, but you're not inside any of these companies. If all your information comes from a dirt sheet and you've not actually been backstage, you've not actually talked to a wrestler, you've not actually been in a planning meeting, then you don't know what you're talking about. And you would do best to stay on the other side of the rail, pay your ticket, jeer or cheer, but leave these informed opinions to yourself because you don't know what you're talking about. Because if you're asked, because here's the problem. You're going to say, I want AEW to die. But then you're going to say, but there aren't enough companies supporting women wrestlers. And there aren't enough companies supporting uh, wrestlers of color. Well, you can't have it both ways because one company can't do it all. That's why you need all of these companies, because some companies going to lean more towards one way, lean more towards another way. And everybody gets to eat. Everybody gets to eat. But if they close down, then what? Then you'll be mad because there's only one company in town. Pick a struggle. Like, seriously, pick a struggle, because this is ridiculous. It's 2023. You should do better by now. Because you'll be quick. Yeah, I'm going off and I know it. You'll be quick to hop on the Me Too movement. 
You'll be quick to hop on any other movement of anybody that's been disenfranchised. But when you get the opportunity to support these wrestlers by saying, wow, that's a great move that CM Punk gets to eat, gets to come to WWE and all the other people. Now let's see what AEW is going to do. Not wish death on their company. Their company is five years old. Have you run a company that's five years old and found success and, and been able to be on cable television and be able to do pay-per-views and be able to put 80,000 people in an arena? Probably not. So to that end, I simply say, do not wish death on any company. If you don't like them, don't watch them. It's that simple. But then what you do like, go watch it, go support it, go buy tickets, go buy merch, but don't spend your time being known for what you're against as opposed to what you are for. So if you don't like AEW and it's not everybody's cup of tea, that's okay. If you don't like New Japan, that's okay. If you don't like WWE, that's okay. But if you call yourself a wrestling fan, there needs to be something that you like. Wave that flag because you can wave that flag without stomping on someone else's. I'm done. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my God. Whoa, buddy. Tabernacle. I caught the spirit. I caught the ghost. Go forward. All right, there you go. Go forward. 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 Y'all are so Oh boy. That was, I was, a, in that, was that was a word. Was, that was a word. I was in I was in Brother Love's pulpit. I wouldn't got my I wouldn't got my Bible because that <laughs> you, you you fickle fans out there, when you get three minutes of a rant from professor, you people are disgusting. The professor is disgusted with you fans. I, I just it, it it bothers me. It bothers thank me. You, so thank you, Dylan, much. for the collection. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that that is that is like that's a perfect synopsis of hate watching what they say, nobody hates professional wrestling more than a professional wrestling fan. Like <laughs> like why y'all watching if like the parasocial personal relationships you think you have with these people, you know what I'm saying? All CM Punk is doing for business. It's just it's just business. Like he it's got business. fired from one company. So he's supposed to just sit around and not do anything. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because if you get fired, you want somewhere else to work. Right. You got to with somewhere to go. Like I've worked at rival hip hop stations. Like you, you bear the flag of the hip hop station you work at. You know what I mean? It's never personal. It's just between brands. And then you get fired from one or you leave one and then you go to the other and get the bag and wave that flag. But everyone's going to work together eventually. Wait, what did I say? Everyone's going to work together eventually in some sort of set, whether you're on the same side or on the opposite side and be in the same rooms regardless. So it's professional wrestling. Let's not take it so personal. No one's making enough money as fans or columnists or bloggers or whatever you want to call yourself to take anything so personally and think you know, but you have no idea where to edge Adam Copeland. Like, we don't know. Let's just enjoy this for what it is. CM Punk is back in WWE. We basically have our two WrestleMania 40 main events planned. Cody Rhodes against Roman, part two. 
followed by Seth versus Punk. Um, I think in the meanwhile, Seth is going to drop probably. Yeah, what's up with Damian Priest? He's going to go on with Senor Money in the Bank in that briefcase. Does he cash it in, have a short reigns, and lose it just so we can get Punk and Rollins for the main event? That's the money match. It's going to happen. But what happens to Damian Priest? have back to back. Hearth, mm. Australia is when it's going to happen. Mm. You heard that it here first. Sense. Damian catches in. That makes Damian. sense. Because he's going to have to cash it in. He won't have it by WrestleMania, but he will have it. It's just he's going to maybe have a short run with it. But and, Punk Rollins, WrestleMania 40 is it. Wow. And to uh, echo TK's sentiments about the fake TK, there's nothing wrong with being number two. It's okay. Yeah. Fake TK got to be, be comfortable being a side dude. No, no calls after 7 p.m. Don't be wasting her many anytime minutes and text messages. You know, you decide, dude. You get the you get the call during the day. You do your dugging and you get out. She married. She got a family. Don't worry about all that extra stuff. You are the favorite. Responsibility. You're not the main. You the favorite. So favorite. you got days. Allegedly, allegedly, Days that end in Y. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. <laughs> you like you really spoke like you you knew that life said i'm just you know wow it's i've lived a little bit you know it's, it's, wow. it happens um but yeah i think ultimately we're gonna have to see how aew counteracts this we've seen a lot of professional people in the business i think mark henry had a um was on busted over the radio and was like take your ass home if you got a problem with it you know what I mean this is wrestling also let's talk about, about that because that's the second time Mark then popped off like that uh, in that in that in that type of uh on on that topic yeah. I mean Be, because you you remember when um when Sorry, the firing uh oh you remember when the firing first happened mm -hmm. and Mark Henry you know had some things to say and it was somewhat sarcastic you know in, in the idea of okay he's gone now let's see what happens in the aew locker room um i think mark mark henry's comments which for those you know i'll, I'll attempt to transcribe them i can't say them all but uh basically he was saying or, or if you have it you can... Wow, that's Dylan great. Matthews, best in the business. Dylan, best yeah, in the business. You're, you're the one. You are the one, sir. You are the one. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's great. Um, uh, Mark Henry, Mark Henry. Um, you know, he was basically saying that there are going to be people at the top of the card who, who will likely be upset with this news of CM Punk's arrival. And there are some people who may say, you know, hey, I'm going to quit if this person ever works here, et cetera, et cetera. You know, he referenced how Stone Cold you know, took his proverbial ball and walked home and went home. Um, he said, but they all come back. Let me, let me play the clip. So, oh, perfect. Perfect. I'll, uh, I'll show he you. can say it better than I can. Hey. 
there's some people roll that footage not going to be happy because they're going to get less minutes they're going to have to acquiesce to the new addition to the company and there's a lot of people that will take their ball and go home hell steve austin took his ball and went home before everybody always comes back they always realize <laughs> this is bigger than me i don't want to be on the wrong side and the ones that do we don't give a shit about them anyway the ones that Oh, I'm going to retire if this person comes. <laughs> that you know what? If he's here, I don't want to be here. Take your ass home then, because the business is going to roll and roll and roll with or without you. There's some people at the top that's not going to. That's be it. That's because... it. That that that's all it is to it, Mark Henry. And he mm -hmm. knows. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's. You, you know, you, you know that's that's the one chocolate right there, man. Like he lived that gimmick to become, you know, Mark Henry's been an an Olympic weightlifter to to uh, uh to basically a black Hebrew Israelite or whatever the hell Nation of Domination was doing to sexual chocolate to the Hall of Pain and and it's just been amazing. And he has a beautiful baby hand that he has to take care of and look out. So you know he has no problem. You know, get into the bag as well. You know, um, but Mark Henry's absolutely right. He he's a guy that was a part of that era. You know, where it was WWF and and, and WCW going back and forth and poaching talent and talent figuring out where's the best fit for them. So ultimately, I think this leads to better competition. But I'm also kind of worried for AEW's sake because the number of wrestlers openly applauding CM Punk who are signed to AEW contracts. For goodness sake, Alistair Black, excuse me, Malachi, Malachi Black did a whole promo where he shouted out, he said, Cesaro, you know, or CM Punk can't save you. Your boys are gone uh, when he was talking to FTR. You know, he called Claudio Cesaro and openly said CM Punk on Saturday's collision just for two hours later see CM Punk debut in the company. Um, you see Andrade make a Twitter post where where um, he's he, he's with him with CM Punk. So got a little weird to see a lot of wrestlers celebrating uh, CM Punk and WWE who are under AEW contract. You know, but what's wrong? What's wrong? Like there there's a couple of things. So uh, Eddie asking, do y'all think WWE and AEW could ever work together? And you no. know, there's a couple. There's a, well, <laughs> I, I agree with you with that. But there's a couple of things. Like why can't we acknowledge? Um, like what's the, the what's happening is like it's like you know it's almost like when somebody changes their name obviously if the promotion owns their name they can't bring it with them but a lot that's kind of changing nowadays where now people are able to take their name anywhere right so what what's what's so bad with using the current day's events in a promo or vice versa for for instance wow a lot of the wow superheroes they have moves that are, you know, WWE based from a lot of WWE superstars. And they make reference to it in the show. They're not going to be pretend like they made it up. You know what I'm saying? So what's what's so wrong with acknowledging? And we also see WWE is now starting to do that as well, where they're talking about, you know, if somebody was in Japan or at another, they might just say other promotion, but at least they're recognizing that the person did exist prior to WWE. So yeah. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. Um, you know, obviously, as long as you're not giving in industry secrets. 
Um, but I think it's it, it makes for, like you were saying, Kane, the, the competition of it all. Um, because that promo might lead into something else. Because if you think, for instance, um, MJF, was that around last year where he was making reference of all these WWE superstars who were coming over? And we knew what he was talking about. And it, that was a fire promo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what's the what's the what's the um the issue with I don't see there's any problem referencing well, other I think it's the way. intent. It's always the intent. I think a lot of people get on AEW for the simple fact that they don't stick to their core storylines and curating good storylines and always take jabs at WWE. It's like an attempt at like bugging your older sibling and like trying to prove you the man or something like that. So I think that's why some fans get annoyed with it. Mm. But and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with talent showing other talent praise on their personal social media. I, I don't think that AEW and other promotions are as strict as WWE in that regard. Like, um, like I said earlier, all these people are friends. They all have worked with each other at some part in their careers, and they do want to see each other be successful. Because like you said, you're feeding your family. You're, you're taking care of your children, your loved ones. That's what this is all about at the end of the day. It's a job. But and see, I think it's rare you see WWE like like nope, you didn't see anybody from WWE posting congrats, Edge, on your debut with AEW. You see what I'm saying? There, I mean, I'm sure if they were like, "Word up, we're happy for you, do your thizzle," but I'm not gonna post a picture with you during my WWE days. Congratulating you for AEW. Like Andrade posted a picture with Punk in the AEW locker room with AEW on the background congratulating him on going to WWE again and going back. It seems to come from a lot of WWE guys. Like forget like Malachi Black blatantly saying Cesaro and CM Punk on AEW television. You wildin' bro. You asking to go. And then you hear about everything that goes down with Miro, aka Rusev. Like it just seems like a lot of the WWE guys see AEW and they're like, bro, this is this is this is disorganized. Like this is so this, this it's is like wild. You know what I'm saying? Do you think it's it like seems them like there's a blatant? It's it, it it seems like it. You know what I mean? Like I mean, for like these wrestlers to come out and do all of this, like it's just like, man, like you're openly courting the competition. You know what I mean? Like I think that's a little, that's that's a little too much. When you do it in promo, for instance, WWE acknowledged Chris Jericho as the IC champion, like a nine-time champion. That's fine. Mm -hmm. If it's history, if it's tidbits, you can't lie about that. You know what I mean? But to come out and openly do stuff that's just unsolicited that you don't have to do you don't have to say i mean he's been claudio in aew for almost two years now you know what i mean cm punk's been gone for you know three months from aew and rumors of him debuting on survivor series and you mentioned his name on the competition come on bro it's sloppy uh i i will say this though i i do think that you know, people are congratulatory of new opportunities. A lot of AEW talent congratulated Jade with her announcement um, to going to WWE. So I, I think one of the things that a, a lot of us have to get used to is that a lot has changed in the wrestling world in terms of how certain things are handled. You know, uh, there you know and and maybe on another space we'll talk about how wrestlers handle social media but you know the idea i mean even at survivor series where michael cole referenced um for cody rhodes that he's done a lot in chicago you know he talked about how you know he had that hell in a cell match in chicago and then he talked to, he referenced all in in chicago uh so i i think 
we're in a space now where the powers that be recognize that fans understand that people have been in other places and that people have history. You know, I also think that the rules of engagement in different companies are different. So, you know, there have been multiple times where, for instance, in AEW, WWE has been uh, referenced in a veil and other times very blatantly, you know, um, in in a public forum. Whereas I only remember one time on WWE television them ever uttering the words AEW. So, you know, I think the companies operate a bit differently. And someone made a point uh, in the chat. I don't remember exactly who, but, you know, I do think we have to acknowledge that smaller companies do hope for some degree to get a rub by mentioning the bigger companies. What ends up happening is you gain a bit of credibility. For instance, you know, when I'm doing commentary, um, if there's a wrestler who has spent time in WWE, I'm going to mention that mm-hmm. because what that yeah. does for my my listeners is they're going to automatically add credibility to whomever this is because they are familiar with larger companies. If they've been in AEW, Impact, any televised promotion, I'm going to talk about that. So companies are going to talk about spaces that are larger than them to add you know, credibility to what they're doing. Now, how they do it is one thing. I personally believe that it's a wise move to focus on. Oh yeah, this is the QT Marshall post. Uh, it's official that QT Whoa. will be leaving at the end of 2023, G. And to the point of AEW wrestlers openly sharing. Uh, QT That's Marshall, really big. I don't even know if y'all understand yeah. how big that is. Yeah. If you check his likes on Twitter, he's liking a lot of WWE content. Obviously, Cody yeah. is his guy. They run the Nightmare Factory together. Right. That is huge. And I thoroughly believe this is leading to something involving QT as well with WWE. Go back and watch. There's a documentary that QT Marshall did. I believe it's called yes. QT Marshall, The Wrestler. It's, it's available it's on, on uh, Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Yeah, Amazon. Like, like, like You can watch it. And it talks about his life. He's like working with like his father-in-law's U-Haul company or something, like trying to make it to WWE. I think Mick Foley's in it or something, or Bubba Ray. Uh, I think Blue Meanie's in it. Um, just talking about it's a couple of wrestlers in there, and QT Marshall's trying to make it to WWE. Um, his vacee- everything about him is different, and you can watch it from then to now how much work he's put in. You know what I mean? He's 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 gotten a lot. Be- he he's like training students i think this is even pre-cody um mm-hmm. but yeah um you can watch that g money we know you down at atl in that area with them you've done a lot of work with them um anything you care to share with the class professor um i will i will sh- this is what i will share uh that the nightmare factory is uh one of the best schools in the country hands down uh, the people that they have trained have been absolutely incredible. You've seen a number of them on um, AEW television, Impact, right. OVW, the NWA, WWE. You know, their f- footprint and fingerprint is all over the wrestling business. And so, um, you know, I am very interested to see what this is going to mean. This is going to have a very interesting impact. And, and, uh, and Q, 
QT oh, is Bo's still a uh, Latin America champion, right? No, he just lost that title. When he dropped it this weekend, or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm asleep. Okay. So yeah, this is this is interesting. Wow. That might have been the first kind of clue right there. Wow. Right. Yeah, that's that's news. And it is confirmed that allegedly, I that confirmed allegedly Dixie Carter. Uh, that Dixie Carter is backstage. But it come again, Raw's in Nashville, Tennessee. It's in Nashville, so, so you know, it's in that, Nashville. So she didn't I have mean, part of travel. Yeah, is um she gonna bring her nephew Ethan with her, you think? Probably not. Okay. Well, he is NWA world heavyweight champion as well as OVW national heavyweight champion. So this he, is he's correct. Probably busy himself. He's probably busy himself. Sorry, Mr. Pectacular. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. What, what a show. A uh, before we finish off with our last, last couple stories, if you head on over to uh, Fight TV tomorrow at 3 p.m., I have a great interview with Hayan. Um, definitely somebody who's, if, if, if she's not on your radar, she should be on your radar. She's been in the game for a long time. Um, great stories about Booker T. Speaking about schools, um, Booker T school also produced a lot of wrestlers as well. She's one of those mm-hmm. wrestlers. She trained for Roxanne, etc. So check that out on Fight TV tomorrow. And before we get out of here, what story? What story you want to finish off with? You want to you want to do some jail time? What you want to do? Well, I don't want to do jail time, but <laughs> this is kind of a continuation of a story that we uh, actually shared. Uh, a couple of weeks, maybe months ago, regarding mm-hmm. Tammy Sitch, uh, the artist formerly known as Sunny. She was sentenced today, and she was sentenced oh. uh, to 17 years. Uh, and it's kind of scary. It's for that fatal car crash that happened uh, back in 2022 that killed a 75-year-old man. Now, she was facing up to 25 years in prison for eight wow. different counts Uh, The judge ultimately landed at 17 years for her. Now, she had an opportunity to speak to the judge and to the public, and she talked to her to the family of this gentleman. And she said, uh, quote, I know my words are not enough, but please know that I think about you every day. Uh, When she heard the sentence, she was stoic before she was taken out of the of, of the courtroom she's actually been in jail since that crash uh back in uh, in may is when she ended up in jail authorities are believing that she will do she's required to do eight years of probation following her prison sentence and her driver's license is permanently revoked now this was not her first time uh getting caught with dui she actually had been arrested, if you can imagine this, six times prior for this same type, for, for driving under the influence. It hadn't resulted in you know a death as it did in this particular instance. So kind of a sad story uh, for someone who at one point was the most downloaded female on the internet. Can't confirm. Very, very, uh, well. I lobbed that to you. Uh, very, very sad AOL, story, though. Uh oh. Well, yeah, sad story for sure. Yeah, I mean, six <sighs> previous times, you know, we heard about her previous things, and unfortunately, for some reason, she was still allowed back on the road, and ultimately, it was this. It took this to actually 
lock her up. So thinking of the family um, of uh, Mr. Uh, I think uh, Ju- Julian Lassiter, uh, who lost a loved one because of this. Folks, don't don't drink and drive. It is that simple. You know what I'm saying? Call an Uber, call a taxi, sleep it off, do something. But I mean, to think that it ends this way, and even if her, and even in her hearing, like she has some final words and just talking about her life's been on a downward spiral since we lost Chris Candido. And it's just like, how many times can you go back to that, Sonny? You know what I mean? Like, stop using this man's name. I know y'all were in love and whatnot, but come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, you're ultimately responsible for your own choices. Uh, I've been affected by someone being really injured, like almost lost their life because of a drunk driver. So it's something that hits close to home for me. But again, you know, you do the crime, you got to do the time. So hopefully she can um, do it chin up. And, you know, when she's released, you know, reconcile herself and try to be a better person and live a life. So, you know, it's like for a lot of us, Sonny was it, man. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, man, I think I like milk. That's all Sonny. Just saying. Kids with me. That AOL dial-up. It took a long for the download, like 28 minutes. Yeah, it's a long time. Uh, um, but I mean, oh, that was kind of a sad me. note. So let's let's end it was on. Was a sad note. Was it sad? On. We talk about downloads. That was a great time in my life. Yeah, I know, boy. I was like, man, I was in that family computer causing havoc. Well, um, let's end Undertaker. on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I was going. Greatest of all time. Really? Yes. Yeah. Better than you. Yep. Yeah, not not talking, but right in the ring. Yeah. Right, give me your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers in a contemporary world. It's Undertaker, mm-hmm. Hogan, Austin, and uh, Shawn Michaels. Okay, because Shawn is the greatest of all time. Really? Yes. I think I actually I spoke about that. this on Wednesday. On Wednesday, did I wait? Did I? I don't know. I can't remember if I spoke about. It. I can't. I, I think I said it somewhere. But anyway, that interview. I don't really watch too many interviews because there's really too many interviews to watch. I'm always working. However, <clears throat> that interview was hilarious on so many different levels. Um, Ric Flair, like, dripping. Uh, this this is the part that I took away from. His wife, they have two houses, and she visits him, and then she goes back to her house because she refers to the house that he's at as, as the frat house. Like Ric Flair is still living his best life with like, like he's still, he's still doing the, like, it's, it's such a great interview because um, whoever did the research and the producer behind that um, what did a really great job in taking through the ebbs and flows to his, his son passing away to, um, you know, being revered by a lot of, you know, people in the hip hop industry to hanging out with different people, how he, how he goes now to, you know, he references obviously AEW is a really, really great interview. So if you want, um, you know, some if you're somebody like me who just like you're always multitasking, that's a great multitasking interview to check out. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's open relationship. All I know is, and I often I actually subscribe to this because I was like, man, it'd be really good because I really like living on my own. But it's like, yeah, like I want a relationship. But it's like it'd be good if like. Like they were just in the house adjacent to, and you just come over. Like yeah, I, I like. Yeah. 
Aspiring men in the chat. Aspiring men in the chat. TK, for the second time that I've seen on this platform, just told you her terms. That's the second time I've heard something like that. So, look, if we both could afford, if we we both like we like we live in life, the the bills are still getting paid and all this other stuff. It's just like you do you, you you take care of the house and all this stuff, and then you pop over. Yeah, open relationship. I don't think Ric Flair is in an open relationship. Uh, Ric Flair, I don't think so either. heart surgery, yes, open heart surgery for Ric Flair, yes, open relationship. He's not wrong, he's out of line, but he's he's not wrong. Flair. Let's talk about the Mount Rushmore's. Let's let's go ahead. We can't. I we didn't. I didn't hear you. Michaels, Booker T, Flair, Angle, Michaels, Booker T. Okay. I don't like to do this because Mount Rushmore is like so American, but like there's only four. I, I will I will co-sign that HBK is the greatest of all time from a pure in-ring standpoint. But it's hard to just pick four, man. If I had to pick four from the top of my head, I'd say HBK, Orton, Brett. See, but what do you? What are the terms? Right. See, my my That's terms cool. is always like longevity, longevity, impact, in ring. That's why it's tough. So I, I like I can't, I gotta have Sean. I gotta have Randy. I look at Jericho's longevity. I look at Ray's longevity, and I think those guys, but they never were like big stars like your rock austin things like that so the criteria is always the goalposts are always going to move with this so i always yeah, fall back I on know. longevity longevity and ring work as mine hmm. Th this it? is a tough conversation and the reason why it's tough is because um for one like with any sport many times we are somewhat limited to the knowledge base of the people who are currently talking about it, right? So for instance, yeah. if we asked our parents who the greatest of all time were, they would mention names that we probably hadn't thought about. They'd probably mention Bruno San Martino and they'd probably mention Harley Race and someone <laughs> might even go so far as to mention a Bobo Brazil or something like there for, for different reasons. The problem with R Mount Rushmore in America is it was built at a certain time and it never left room for any additions or changes. So, you know, we could yeah. have had the greatest presidential run we've ever had. And it'll never be on America's Mount Rushmore because who's going up there to build it? Right. So that's that's <laughs> that's, that's the hard true. part. Like and and some people might take somebody down from there to add someone else up. So it's it's a hard conversation that I probably don't have enough time to get into today. But yeah. uh, if I had to just throw a couple of out there, um, I mean, for sure, Flair, Hogan, um, whether we like Hogan or not, you know, when you start talking about what he did for pro wrestling, you know, Hogan was the figure that most people who don't even pay attention to the sport you know, associate with wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, you probably yeah. have to talk about Bruno San Martino. Um, if you sold out Madison Square Garden 186 times, that's got to stand for something. You know, mm -hmm. our modern generation probably wouldn't 
do that. But, you know, I don't, you know, if, if we don't like a Roman Reigns reign, imagine a guy who held the title twice <laughs> in a total of 12 years, right? Yeah, like right. this is, this is some other kind of stuff. And then you probably have to add, add Austin to that. Because if you think about, again, the most popular figures in this sport, Hogan, Austin, San Martino, Flair. You know, depending upon what other things you want to mention, you know, if we talk about in-ring work, there's probably different four people there. Right. You know, um, so, yeah. It's a yeah, whole it's podcast. Just, like, it, 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 it's the criteria. Yeah, it's the criteria. It's based on criteria, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you talk about eras, then it probably is like that Flair, Hogan, Rock, mm -hmm. Cena, or Flair, Hogan, Austin, Cena. Austin Rock's kind of like 1A and 1B or whatever you call it. By the way, mm -hmm. my older sister, like just recently, was more wrestling. And she asked me if Wahoo McDaniel was still wrestling. Wow. 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 Yeah. She's Wow. She was like, hey, is uh, Wahoo McDaniel still wrestling? I was like, what? <laughs> and so to, to, to Bobby's McDaniel. point, <laughs> to, to Bobby's point, you know, I think if we're talking about this, again, depending upon when we end up talking about this conversation, Triple H's name may end up being added because if you now start talking about what he's doing post, I mean, his in-ring work and what he built in that body of a career was significant. But if you're talking about basically taking WWE right now and doing what he's doing, there's an argument. Yeah. And so yeah, to go. throw a monkey wrench and I mean, obviously, you know, I wanted to wrap it up, but I feel like we can't wrap it up without asking this question and being on women's wrestling talk. Who now, is your Mount Rushmore for women? This is the question. This is the question. This is the... Oh, this is going to get. Ooh. I, I Do we have enough time for this? Because yeah. I know we don't, but I feel like we have to. <laughs> and like, and, and you guys in the chat talk, toss in the names, but I feel like we can't, right. we can't end on the guys. Like we just can't. Like, yeah. I, I, we don't, we don't have time. And, and let me also preface this for anybody who's going to watch this post um, all the stuff. If this is just like, we didn't have time to, you know, really, you know, pontificate and all this stuff, but just throwing the names out there at the end of the day, uh, at this moment, because we'll probably revisit this in a couple of weeks because I have something planned for the end of the year. So, you know, just spitballing, spitballing, putting it in the in the the the, the zeitgeist. Dylan saying Trish, Lita, Sasha, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Like for okay. the modern era or just okay. overall? No, overall. Overall. Yeah. You gotta go. Um, you gotta go. American wrestlers. You gotta go. Mola. You gotta go. Burke. Kind of a weird time space. And then you gotta go. Medusa. Mm -hmm. After that, that fourth one's tough. But I think I know Mola got her thing. But you know, Mola, Burke, Medusa, and then Charlotte. Is that four? Because all of them are still in the midst of it. All of them are still like getting busy, you know. And I then mean, what about Jazz and Jacqueline? But then you got Trish. Oh, you're this right. Is tough. Yeah, this is yeah. tough. This is tough. Well, I would even Trish. put Trish with Jazz and Jacqueline. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I would put Jazz or Jacqueline over Trish. I'm gonna go Trish, 
Alundra Blaze or Medusa. Mm -hmm. China. Mm. China. Um, and if you just, I want to put Mercedes right there, but I have to go Becky just for like the mainstream appeal. Like I, I have to. Mm. I have to. Becky over Charlotte. I, I have to. You're talking about like the biggest, yes. biggest star. Like I, I have to. I want to put Mercedes right yeah. there because in in culture, like we know Mercedes is like a great. She's a better in ring wrestler. But you talk about like transitioning that star power. That was like some Hogan Correct. type stuff that Becky did. So like nobody's ever done that. So I have to. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is so hard. Okay. Bobby saying uh, Mickey James, Natalia, Beth Phoenix. Oh, Beth Phoenix. Beth, Melina. Yes, another, oh, wow. oh, my yeah. girl. This is, yeah, see, we, girl this, yeah. this is a full discussion yeah. because we need to somehow be able to, uh, number one, qualify and quantify both our, um, you know what? What are the criteria for this? And then what are what's our reasoning for this? Um, this is this is hard. I, I think Mula, you know, again taking personality and all this other. You're 28 years as a champion. I mean, yeah. So Mula, um, this is hard. Uh, I I have Trish on here. Um, Medusa is a very interesting case. She's an interesting case. I mean, what she did in AWA, obviously she Correct. really kind of revitalized what what the WWE situation was. And then of course, dropping the title. Oof. Oof. oof, oof. I need some honorable yeah, mentions. Yeah. Um yeah. I think I think Mickey James. Oh. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, what she did in multiple promotions, WWE, uh -huh. right. TNA, you know, what she's helped in the NWA, you know, with Empower and, um, oh, sheesh. So, oh. fourth one. Mm. Okay. Uh, mm. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm torn. I'm torn between two, so I'm gonna mention the two that I'm torn between, and they're two vastly different reasons. Mm -hmm. One would be Gail Kim, yeah, um, mm. because of I mean, Gail Kim was the foundation. Obviously, she came in and for a brief spit spat in WWE, but she mm -hmm. came in and laid the groundwork that Impact is still building on. Um, you know. The other one that I'm torn with is Jacqueline uh, mm. because Jacqueline, what she did for women of color, you okay. know, is just insane. She was one of the first women that was involved in intergender matches on a regular basis, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and I mean, she just really is that person um, in terms of what she did as a breakthrough for women of color and and women you know yeah so yeah, I, I want some more time with this yeah i mean yeah for, I, and i mean yeah. a decade a, a a career that spanned two decades think about this she yeah. wrestled men in the uswa and beat them Correct. won women's okay. championships everywhere came to wwe won the women's champion and was the first woman to win the cruiserweight title like Shadow. this yeah. is this is some significant yeah. stuff. 
you know, and did and it on national network television. Yeah. She was one of the first black woman wrestlers. I was like, wait, what? You know what I'm saying? And it was so yeah. dope because that's why I mentioned J Jacqueline and Jazz because when Jacqueline was in WWF, you know, Jazz was getting busy in ECW also whooping yeah. her. So mm -hmm. it was really She dope laid the groundwork like for Jazz. Two women of color. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you mm -hmm. know, and she's a pretty mean sister. Mm -hmm. You guys remember oh. that group? I do. Terry Reynolds and who was it? It was Terry and uh, it was two. It was Terry, Jacqueline, and oh, TMS. gosh, I gotta look that? that up. Terry, see. Jacqueline. Oh, oh, it was it was Ken Shamrock's sister or sister, or whatever. That's right. That's yeah. right. Oh, Ryan Shamrock. That's right. PMS, Ryan Shamrock. And like they manage me, aka Sean Stasiak, Stan Stasiak's son. Remember Meat? Yeah, <laughs> pretty mean sisters. PMS managed me. Boy, hey, yo, let me, let me, hey, wait, click, wait, click that man saying meat like that, please, Dylan. So, 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 guys, do yourself a favor because there's so much happening right now, and Raw's coming on in 20 minutes. Dixie Carter has just put out a post with a slew of pictures of people she's with at Monday Night Raw. Chelsea Green. TNA. Uh, 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 Drake Maverick, TNA. Bruce Pritchard, Nick Aldis, okay. and Cody. Like, it's all the old TNA guys on Monday wow. Night Raw. This is this TNA is, Global Force. What, Global what Force, world are TNA we in Impact. right now? And I mean, That's she posted insane. this. This is her post. It's on her, yeah, on her Facebook ID. page. Oh, uh, okay. It's on her oh, Facebook. She's been page. real old school. She yeah, yeah I'm like it's not on Twitter. And she thanked Bruce Pritchard yeah. for her access into Raw. The guys, Facebook what, for the what world are we living in right now? This is amazing. This oh, is amazing. Okay. I'm, I'm pulling up for y'all if y'all uh, if you guys want to see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna pull it. So you already have it. I don't need to put it in the chat. You yeah. got it. Okay. Goodness cool. gracious, I love this. Is amazing. Wrestling. This is amazing. I love professional wrestling, dude. It's the <laughs> golly. Oh, I love and for those and for those wondering, Drake Maverick is a writer on Raw for people who didn't. Oh, I was um, just about to like I was about to ask that because yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't yeah, know yeah, that yeah, tired. He's a writer. Yeah, he yeah. writes. Yep. The artist formerly known wow. as uh, Spud. That 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 I love this. I love this. I'm it's yeah, great. I love Rockstar Spud. Look at Rockstar Spud. Yeah. Oh yes. That's amazing. Wow. Everything's wow. coming together. Wow. Professional wrestling. Wow. Nothing like it. And this the is why we need Kelsey multiple Green. companies, family. This is why we need multiple yeah. companies because this doesn't make sense without it. Thank you. All right. You've been watching all show, Ron. Thank you. Yep. This is second brother love mission. G Money <laughs> was in the pulpit with him. Now we see his <laughs> ears with, with Sister Dixie, with Sister Dixie, oh, Brother Love and boy. Sister Dixie together. That's right. <laughs> Tonight's going to be great. Will CM Punk open up Raw and say for the first time? I thought time, Orton was opening up. No. Orton's opening. My prediction is Seth opens up Raw. Oh, it's going to open. I thought or I thought I heard Orton was opening. I'm pretty sure Punk Punk's going to close. It's gonna be seeing punk chat throughout the whole show. Just get it yeah. over with. Just rip the band. Give him, like, give him a mic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh boy.
Meat. Oh, man. Meat and yeet. Get a t-shirt like uh, Jimmy, uh, Jay Uso. It just says yeah. meat on it. You can't print those meat shirts. Yeah. Yes. 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 As a matter um, of fact, we should make home decor. We have meat shirts, and the home decor will be meat curtains. All right, said. Where can everybody find you? <laughs> I don't know how to follow that, but you can you can find me online on these tweets at said says C E double D underscore S A Y S or on the gram said is the answer. Check out all my journalistic stuff on IG or Hawthorne Community Television or my website, com. I did drop articles twice in the past week past week. So you know I'm in my in my bag right now. One on Survivor Series following uh, the top three moments that we discussed today. One on something I'm very passionate about, and that's Survivor Series returning to the tradition of five-on-five matches. <laughs> very passionate about that. Check out those articles on dailyddt.com. Let me know what you think. Also, before we get up out of here, I think it's important to know the impact of CM Punk about to appear within the next hour. He has the most liked tweet for WWE of all time. Most liked tweet. I think it's over 200-some thousand likes, and it already has about 29 million views in just the 24 hours that it's been up. The Rock just returned within the past 30 days, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Biggest star in Hollywood, whatever, but CM Punk returned, did more numbers than that. Keep that in mind. We like tape over <laughs> here. No, nah, we like Ruffles, and I want the bag. I want the Ruffles sponsorship. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth completely. Oh. I want that deleted. <laughs> I want that one deleted. I'm gonna go delete it myself. Oh god, so good. Um, I mean, Cade, where can everybody find you? Uh yeah, man. Follow me. Unfortunately, at Kane McCoy, C A I N S E C O Y. Again, I appreciate everybody uh, rocking with me and supporting through everything. And you know, CM Punk came back. I told him. I said, Punk, you know. I'm sorry, but I'm about to come back to WBT Live and overshadow you with my return. So he, he understands, though. He's straight edge. He's cool. Um, So happy to be back. Happy to be doing everything, man. You know, and I just hope Punk opens up when he's like, on January 26th, you know, I stopped being a sports entertainer. And here on, you know, November 27th, I return to that. You know what I mean? Or or on August 20th, and. I was a wrestler. Now I'm back to a sports entertainer. I don't know. Lean into it. We'll have some fun. Great time to watch wrestling. Let's enjoy it. It's meat. <laughs> meat. Professor, where could everybody find? Or, or Teflon G, I should say, after that, oh, that promo. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, go ahead and cut that. We'll just put that on YouTube and just drop it. Just that down. Oh, just buy it so. My, my desire is for that entire rant to be the pin tweet on WWT on Twitter. Make that the pin tweet. What have I done? (laughs) Uh, You can find me at Bonnerfied on all the socials. Uh, You can check out my commentary work with uh, IWE and Southern Honor Wrestling on IWTV. You can check out my work with All Caribbean Wrestling on the YouTube page for All Caribbean Wrestling. You can also check out uh, my work with The Nightmare Factory uh, also on YouTube as well. And uh, if you're in Charlotte or anywhere near Charlotte, you can check me out at Ashe this Friday night. 
And you can also watch online by uh, checking out their stream at ashewrestling.com. So go ahead and check that out. And of course, you can check me out here at WWT Live. Seth's about to pound the streets. This is. <laughs> How do you spell Ashe, G? How do you spell that? A S E. A S E Wrestling. Yeah, Ashe. Oh, okay, well, that wraps up our show. So you guys can go and watch uh, Raw. Um, melanin popping in the ruffles. Thank you, special little nobodies. Um, and Bobby and Dylan and Cousin Ron and everybody else who's in the chat. We really appreciate y'all. Um, Barry Monkey 99, uh, Bosa, our informational officer, Jeffrey, Bobby. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh joining. Yeah, this this show was definitely off the off the chain. Um, oh man, so it was it was a lot. Uh, definitely go and check out. We did a wild post show earlier today, so definitely check that out. Um, <laughs> you know, Dylan, when you are you JD now? Are you are you JD now, Dylan? I'm sorry. <sighs> go and check definitely. out our wild post show. We're gonna have our new show happening on Wednesday. Uh, also, our uh, Total Divas live um, recap show, live show happening on Wednesday as well. And then also uh, our new Impact post show is going to be happening Friday morning. So definitely a lot of stuff to check out. And then our interview with Fight TV happening uh, tomorrow. And we have two other shows. So we have one um, show with Evan. And then we have two more shows with Fight TV that's going to be coming out. So a lot of things happening, y'all. You definitely want to stay tuned. Um, and with that, definitely check out everything on uh, Women's Wrestling Talk, www.talkpod.com. At WW Talk, you can follow me on everything. I should put the real TK. You can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Um, but yeah, we'll see y'all in a couple days, y'all. Thanks for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao, y'all. Hey, guys, my name is Jay Cargo, and you are watching Women's Wrestling Talk. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show 